Turn over to Isaiah chapter 52. Isaiah chapter 52 verse 14 is where we're going to begin reading. Isaiah 52 and 14. As many were astonished at thee, his visage was so marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. Now I realize, just dropping you off in the middle right there, you need to understand what's going on and what this is about, especially if you've never read it before. But this is prophecy about Jesus and about the the beating that He received and, and how... Where it says his visage was so marred, it means that he was beaten to the degree that you couldn't even understand or comprehend that he was a human being. And that's what this message today is about. Uh, For lack of a better title, I called it, What About the Scars? I was talking with a guy this week, and y'all pardon me if I get a little broken up, because when I start to talk about our Savior, it just it does something to me, and it ought to you too. But I was talking with a guy this week, and and he mentioned this, and when when he said it, it just began to speak to my heart. But he talked about how how brutally he was beaten, and and you know we always hear about the scars that Jesus has in his hands and his feet and in his side where they hit, stuck him with the spear. But we don't ever think about any other scars that he may have. And, you know, I don't, the word doesn't tell us about this, but I'm going to just kind of step out on a limb a little bit today so y'all bear with me. But if you begin to imagine the beating that he took and you begin to look at the fact that people couldn't even recognize him as a man, not that they couldn't uh recognize who he was they couldn't even recognize him as a man when they looked at his face because he was beaten so badly that had to leave some scars now you know i don't know when jesus went to heaven i don't know if he received a new body and everything looks wonderful other than the ones in his hands and feet inside word doesn't tell us But let's just think about it for a minute. What if He kept all those scars? What if if He's got scars all over His face and all over His back? Have you ever thought about that? Now this is a prophecy from Isaiah about the degree to which Jesus would be beaten. There are many, there's different ways you could look at this. And you could say, well, when he was transformed and went to heaven, he had a new body. So he didn't carry those scars. Well, like I said, I don't know if he did or not. But I do know what Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says. So let's turn there. Jesus. 
says, Surely He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem Him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him. And with His stripes we are healed. So you see, it really doesn't matter whether He still has the scars today or not. That's beside the point. He, he still tucked the same beating. He still had those same wounds. You know, if you, you look around, you'll find some men that, that have scars. And sometimes men have those scars and they're kind of like trophies to them. Those scars represent uh, uh, conquering an enemy. They represent overcoming something in their life or, or it may have some kind of sentimental value with an event that occurred. But they have these scars and most people that feel this way wouldn't trade them for anything. Because like I said, they represent something that was dear to their heart. Well, all of those things I just mentioned are, are true about Jesus. And I have to believe that that if He was offered this new body, He would say, no, I'm going to keep my scars. Because those scars represented what? It represented what He did for you and me. It represented His redemption of us. Understand what redeemed means. Listen, yeah, He paid a price. He bought us back. But He suffered for that price. This was not just an exchange of money. He paid a price that nobody else could pay. He laid down everything He had. Everything He could for us. Would you want to give up those scars? No. It's a reminder. Now you may say, well, well, if that's true, He's got all these scars, that means He's ugly. No. Those scars are beautiful. Do you think when, when Doubting Thomas looked at him and he saw those holes in his hands and that, that scar on his side where he was stuck with a spear, you think he said, oh man, that's ugly. No. He, he, what did he say? He said, my Lord and my Master. I don't know how to get this across to you today, but the Holy Spirit does. Listen, those scars. I don't know what we're going to see when we stand in front of Jesus. You know, there's a song that Courtney sang, her and Lindsay, a couple weeks ago. I can only imagine. If you heard this song, you know that the writer of this song is, is trying to put into words what it's going to be like when he stands before Jesus. But what he, the terms he's thinking in is, is how am I going to feel? How am I, what am I going to be able to do? But I want y'all to think from a different perspective. I want y'all to think from the perspective of what are you going to see? Are you going to see this, this beautiful man? You know, I don't have any idea what Jesus looked like on this earth. He may have been very handsome. He may have been ugly. But I have a feeling he was just an average guy. Because the Word tells us that that there was nothing about Him physically that would want you to desire Him. So I think He was just a normal guy. 
But what are you going to see when you stand before Him in heaven? You know, there's going to come a day when everyone's going to stand before Him. You're going to have your opportunity. You're going to meet Him face to face. So what are you going to see? Well, I know what I'm going to see. The second thing is is the ground. Because I'm going to just fall to His feet. John said in Revelations that He fell at His feet as if He were dead. But what are you going to see first? Are you going to see all those scars? Man, that's what I want to see. But you know what? When you look at the number of scars that Jesus should have, and you think about what put those scars on Him. The Scripture we just read said, the chastisement of our peace was upon Him. It means what it took to give us peace was inflicted on Him. It was our transgressions and our iniquity, our sin, that caused that beating. That caused His death. I'm not Look, I'm not trying to tug at your heartstrings today, but I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to someone right now. You know, I think about this beating, and you know, we always talk about these Roman soldiers and how how brutal they were. But it was me that punched him in the face with my fist. It was me that pulled his beard out. It was me that that took that whip with the bone uh, braided into the end of it and just hit him as hard as I could across the back ripping flesh and everything else. It was me that took that crown of thorns and it wasn't good enough just to push it down a little bit. No, I had to take my foot and just cram it down on his head as hard as I could. It was me that took those nails and drove them into his hands and his feet and and did every kind of unimaginable thing you can think of to him. As he was carrying this cross, I was punching him in the face and when he'd fall down, I'd kick him in the side. It was me. And it was you. Because you see, it's our sin that brought all of this upon Him. But here's the wonderful thing I want you to see. Even though He carries all of those scars, and He receives such a terrible, horrible beating, I want you all to know that He knew it was coming. And He did it anyway. He still went on and did it anyway. He knew why He was doing it. He knew why He was sent to this earth. He knew it was for a wonderful purpose. He knew that when He paid that price, He was going to be able to redeem us. The Word tells us that before He ascended, He first descended into the depths of hell. And He says He led captivity captive. It says He went and just broke open the gates of hell and conquered it all. So you see, those those scars are still a trophy to Him over His enemies. He conquered His enemy. And through that, He won our freedom and our, and our redemption. That's how He paid the price. So you see, those scars mean something to Jesus. 
And they ought to mean something to you. I did all those things to Him through my sin. And just as that Scripture says, He was wounded for my transgressions. See, you need to personalize Scripture. It's real easy to read this and think, okay, well that affects everybody else. But no, you need to put I and my in there sometimes. He was... He was bruised for my transgressions. You see, He took those stripes for my healing. you got to personalize this because it was for you. It was for me that He did this. It wasn't for just for those Roman soldiers that spit on Him, called Him names and mocked Him. It was for me too. So it ought, to, it ought to be something I hold dear to my heart, and I do, and I hope you do. There's somebody listening today probably that hadn't thought about this before. You know, a lot of us, most of us have probably seen the passion of the Christ. But just like the man that directed it said, I think it just scratched the surface. And you know, it made me sick in my stomach to sit there and watch them just beat and punch Him as He carried that cross. And it made me angry. And I just kept thinking to myself, why do they have to keep hitting Him? But it was me hitting Him. I don't have no reason to be angry. It was me doing it. It was me that brought it on. It was my sin and my... my my intentions to rebel against Him that brought it on. And you see, I say that because that is my intention in my carnal nature is to rebel against everything God stands for. But luckily there is another man. There is a spiritual man that was born new when I accepted Jesus into my heart. And you see, it's that spiritual man that I choose to have control over my life. Yeah, that carnal man wants to rear his ugly head every now and then. And I'm dragging him around like a dead guy chained to my leg. But every now and then, I have to put him in his place and tell him, listen, no, it is not about you. It is about the spirit man now because I am a new creation. And in him is where my my eternity lies. But none of that would be possible if it wasn't for the scars. You see, something perfect had to die to cover my sin. The Word tells us that we have not a high priest that can't be touched with our infirmities because He experienced everything on this earth. And in all points He was tempted, He never once committed any form of sin. He was perfect. He was the perfect sacrifice. And through that, He was able to pay for our sin because of the punishment He received. 